Welcome to Land of Ancient Firsts, the official North Carolina podcast, hosted by me, author and writer Matthew Pope. Devoted to my home state and all about the Tar Heel State, North Carolina has always been my investment and interest, my topic of conversation, and my heart's desire. It is only eclipsed by my Savior Jesus Christ and His life, which I pray I adamantly and accurately express during this show. Land of Ancient First is actually older than this radio program, and is in fact the name of my Instagram account, which bears the photography and the places that I have traveled to, capturing scenery throughout the state of North Carolina. Since my teenage years, it's been a journey with my camera, photographing familiar places to my home and those obscure areas that only add to the legacy of our state altogether. It's been God's pleasure for me to venture to many towns and counties inside of these state lines, and with God's help, I hope I continue to uncover the uniqueness of where we live. In this inaugural episode, I thought I would happily explore the the general subjects that this show will undoubtedly touch on including geography or topography, and the background for well-known amusements and recreational parks that maybe those in the state of North Carolina visit or those that are traveling to North Carolina will hopefully uh, stumble upon, and also the relationship of North Carolina with the Christian church. I will even explore other religions and denominations that have made their presence in the state and show how God's will works with man as we endure on this lineage of the timeline we dwell on in the world. I introduce my writings as proof that God has had a special role for North Carolina and for myself, and how they've been intertwined. I have written 15 books overall, and am an official Amazon author, with 15 paperback versions, and also 4 ebook versions, and much more that, are, that will be coming soon. And as I began with my first book published through Searchlight Press in 2014, and have published independ- independently from there with Amazon Kindle, 13 total books as of today have been published, and most of them have been centered on North Carolina or have been set in North Carolina. However, as I have published nine of those books this year alone and plan to publish scores more before 2021 arrives, I continue to be productive and also bearing the name of Jesus and North Carolina together. I have also previously hosted two other radio programs, which have aired in Wake Forest, North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina, and Charlotte, North Carolina. The first of those was a Catholic youth program titled Epic Radio, which stands for Every Person in Christ Radio. It was a show that dealt with topical issues and episodes of Christian faith and life. The second was my own brainchild, which was titled In the Apostles' Doctrine, and it focused on poems and articles that I had written. Each episode discussed their meaning and significance to Catholic truth and Christian doctrine. Now, I am hosting this particular show to bring to listeners the very interest of the aged and the modern in politics and principles and the very entity, the very being of what North Carolina is and what God intended it to be, despite flaws or imperfections. And as I begin, this is just an introduction to show readers that have read the blogs and have read the numerous books that I've written on North Carolina and those vast things that make up what being a North Carolinian, North Carolinian is. And also this is a show concerning the listeners and their prerogatives and perspectives on what they may think North Carolina is and for them to listen to a new perspective in general, to bring to light to those things that travelers seek to find. Um, hidden trails, hidden mountain peaks, uh, storylines and backgrounds to the very things that we often enjoy as North Carolinians and the things that we take for granted. Those are very interesting things to me. 
this was the podcast that I started out of interest, really, truly out of a passion to indulge more in history, uh, religion, and the very things that we do indulge in here as being citizens of the state, as being voters of the state, and all those levels of intervention that we often have. For we have a voice. We have a say in how we'd like to have things perceived. Often there are stereotypes and there are judgments made on what being a certain citizen of a state is or how America is perceived, if you will, as a whole. But North Carolina has been set aside. Uh, Most may think of it as a film state, um, the Hollywood of the East, if you will. Uh, With many movies and films being recorded here, it's been the backdrop for familiar scenes and familiar narratives and stories. Or some may think of it as a basketball state. You have many colleges and universities that often compete in tournaments and um, that often have contributed to the sport of basketball over, overall. Those things are always important because those things add to the legacy of the state. But I want to talk about those things and also have a conversation about even more the true meaning and significance. I'm always coming back to the scriptures, always coming back to the Bible as being that center message and meaning all that we do, even as a North Carolinian, as a human, um, as a person in general. And so as we begin this show today, season one, episode one, I pray that in the coming episodes, I'll be able to envelop this vision of the true North Carolina, but also what the true Christian man looks like. And in regards to myself, how a Christian author and writer has thrived or flourished uh, in the state of North Carolina and what that really means, what the relationship is. Um, Because in in the beginning of my ministry, which happened seven years ago, uh, 2013, it was more just writing on theological works. It was more just being involved in in theology and doctrine, in Christian faith and Christian dogma. But now I'm turning my attention to, to the true makeup of who I am, born and raised in Shelby, North Carolina on May 28th, 1990. And now here we are in the year 2020. I want to make an impact um, on and and get back to the root of what has motivated me. Um, Even before I met Christ, um, even though God has obviously created and been the author of North Carolina itself, the the boundaries and and the the soil and the earth, I wanted to, to revisit Uh, the very first passion that I ever had, and that was being a Tar Heel in the Tar Heel State. It was being a North Carolina born and bred individual, um, enjoying the fruits uh, of this land. And that is what this show is dedicated to. That is what this season will uh, entail. And we are going to take a short break right now. And in the second segment, I'm going to expand more on my writings and topics as we continue to discuss the great state of North Carolina. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hello and welcome back to Land of Ancient Firsts. Thank you for hanging on and for being willing to to be a listener and an audience member to this brand new show this official North Carolina podcast, and this uh, conversation about the state of North Carolina. Now, I know that 
there may be some that this doesn't appeal to you. Uh, those may be possibly living outside of North Carolina, obviously. Uh, those living outside of America and those living on other continents may not have any interest in a show about North Carolina. But the beauty of what I believe God has given the grace to do through this show uh, is to present Christ uh, foremost, really, and also to show that everything can be used um, to translate the gospel uh, into a meaningful conversation or subject. Uh, this is what I believe God has given me with North Carolina. There's a passion that I have, obviously because this is my birthplace, but because this is my way of converting this, if you will, uh, into something godly, um, honorable, righteous, and something that appeals to, to others or may appeal. And that works as a doorway uh, towards Jesus. And so I believe North Carolina is definitely uh, a key word and a key phrase and hopefully having someone's ears perk up towards the Word of God eventually as I seek to combine both these things into this show. Um, but as we were kind of touching on in the first segment, this segment w- is really dedicated to speak a little on my books that I have written uh, as a published author on uh, Amazon Kindle. And the really to focus on the uh, books that were instrumental in explaining North Carolina and learning more about North Carolina, even me personally, learning more about the history of certain places in North Carolina um, and showcasing my state uh, through cover photography, photography embedded in the book, and then obviously is um, is being a writer uh, mentioning the state in general. Um, but the first book I'd like to talk about um, is called Of Yesterday, which was published in February 2019. And um, it's based on Job, uh, the book of Job, and basically um, the verse from there that really speaks to, to Job's life um, and really as he's enduring um, a parable of things, if, if you want to consider it that, a parable of disaster, um, losing his possessions, his family, people turning on him, his friends. Um, the verse says, we, you know, we know nothing for we are, but a, for we are, but of yesterday. And basically, um, we, we are learning. We're basically always learning daily. Um, that's what I take that to mean. And of yesterday is really my chance to learn more about Wilmington, North Carolina. Now I have family on my father's side that is born and raised in the Wilmington area, Long Creek area of Bergall, North Carolina, um, a very small town north of Wilmington in Pender County, which is north of Wilmington, um, which Wilmington is in New Hanover County. And of yesterday really was my chance to use nearly three dozen North Carolina historical markers to capture a timeline of history for Wilmington, basically capturing uh, events of people of interest, um, popular, I guess, um, indentions, if you would like to say that, made in the timing and the history overall of Wilmington. Those things were um, very appealing to me because on every corner, you find a historical marker of some sort labeling certain establishments or landmarks that are either still there, still standing, or long gone. But the history of them continues to live on. So I took a book, I took time, and I took uh, the North Carolina Historical uh, Marker website and basically went through each one of these markers that I'd found and photographed myself, I believe 34 of them, and arranged them in chronological order by date, and then basically explained in poetical form 
the essays that were given on that website. And it was a, a building block towards understanding what Wilmington had endured, um, what it had accomplished and contributed to society, to North Carolina. Um, and there's little facts that you can throw in there with it. Now, these are just um, some just side facts that I would like to throw out there. But at one, at one point in the history of North Carolina, uh, Wilmington was the largest city. It was also the last city to fall uh, during the Civil War, um, and it was also the second most fortified city in the Civil War. Um, so Wilmington has, just in, and just in those few facts, you can see that Wilmington was a very important city logistically on, on the Cape Fear River, um, between the Cape Fear River and the Atlantic Ocean. But it was also a place for uh, military intervention, uh, a place that helped and assisted the state of North Carolina, even during the Civil War, but other wars as well. Um, and then just in regular history, it was something that a city that most went to, that most flocked to. And that's something that's repeating now in history. You're seeing many people and the, the population itself steadily grow uh, and skyrocket. So I think God has a way of kind of revisiting some things uh, through his will. And then just to touch briefly, um, on another book, actually two others that I had made mention of in my notes, and that was One Accord in One Place, which um, was about my family trip that I had taken to the mountains uh, with my relatives last year. Uh, and that was in Villas, North Carolina, right near Valcrucis in Boone, North Carolina. Um, that city and those little towns and the cabin that we stayed in actually graced the cover of that book. And in the other book that I had have recently just published uh, within the last month was called The Ancient Landmark. Um, and that was a book of poems that I wrote uh, when I was about 16, 17. And those were poems dedicated to North Carolina, all things North Carolina, things that I had gone to when I was a, a youth, um, my Charlotte Hornets basketball game, uh, Bank of America Stadium, uh, the battleship, you know, North Carolina battleship, and those things. And that book was dedicated about 15 poems, if, uh, if if you're counting, and dedicated to all things North Carolina, all things that were Tar Heel. Uh, and when I say Tar Heel, most people may get that confused. Uh, we were the Tar Heel State before the university chose that. That was a Revolutionary War uh, mantra. Um, Cornwallis had come to North Carolina, where the British forces, I guess, had come to North Carolina and fought, and we did not move. Our fighters stood still as though they had tar on their heels. Uh, so that name stuck, and of course now the University of North Carolina uses it. Um, so we are called the Tar Heel State for that reason. Um, but there's so many more things that I want to involve myself with and in in the show, and I will. Um, so I hope you'll stick around and listen to this show a little more. It is now available on Spotify um, and some other platforms. And unfortunately, that's all the time I have for today. But I thank you so much for listening. God bless you, and may Christ be with you.